Hello and welcome to episode two of the Long Play Lunatics, which is our oh, the Twisting Your Melons sort of segmented album review from a feelings perspective thing that uh, that me and Neil have done one episode of so far, which the last one was the Killers uh, Hot Fuss, which was which is great fun. And um, so what we do is every every episode we listen to an album for a period of time, and uh, we kind of review that album. Uh, and we try and link it to how we feel about that album and how that album makes us feel. Um, so I'll pass over to you, Neil. Uh, how are you yeah. doing first, actually? I'm good, actually. No, I'm good. I'm good. Um, what about yourself? Aye, aye, doing away. Just uh, I'm glad to get the the second episode uh, going because uh, uh, I enjoyed the first one. I know we've both aye. got extremely busy lives, so uh, trying to fit these things in um, ah, is no, always a challenge, like... but. Uh, it's good. It's good to have something to aim towards as well. You know what I mean? Definitely, it feels like productive and a sense of accomplishment and achievement in doing it. So that no, it's good to be right. enjoying it. Right, enjoying it. So what we do? What we do in this episode, Neil? Yeah, well, this is this is probably quite like a curveball, but it is Little Mix's album "Get Weird," and the reason this sort of like mentally. It was a no, like a weird one. Like I'm well into like pop music and stuff like that, and I think like pop music is the same as like any music when it's done well. Like, do you know what I mean? You can appreciate and stuff like that. Mm. And I think like for all the the evils of like the X Factor, there was like a couple of like diamonds in it, like One Direction, Harry Styles and stuff like that. Pretty decent. Little Mix were good. And uh, do you remember Raxu? Was it Raxu? The band. They had no. they were like a boy band. They, honestly, they had a couple of bangers on the show. But as soon as they right. as soon as X Factor was like made, they won X Factor. Nothing ever heard of them. But honestly, I see that it, happens often, doesn't it? I did, but it, this was like rapidly quick. Like they were honestly brilliant songs, and then they just disappeared off the face of the earth, and it was a shame. But but I liked it. Was like Little Mix. This was like the album that I, I properly got into them, and it was um, youngest daughter. She, my wife, got her tickets to go and see them. And I was like, but she couldn't go. So I ended up taking her. And it was a weird one because it was like a Saturday matinee show at the Hydro, which is weird because you don't know. But I know like bands are doing that now, like Foles are doing like a matinee show mm. in the Liquid Room next year, which is good. Then they're doing one on the Saturday night. But um, so it was like, we just went along, me and Lexi. And it was, I, I was like aware of them and I thought they were decent, but it was like watching them and everything, and, and then the, the sort of album, and it, it reminds me a lot of like seeing them, seeing them a couple of times actually. And it's like they were, they, I know they've sort of like there's they were a four piece or three piece, but they were they were really good at what they did, really good at what they did. And it was like again that sort of pop stuff, like I don't know, um, they did it really well. And it's that thing where like it's brilliant if you because I love music when your kids start showing an appreciation of music, no matter what it is, you're like, by the way, I can get on this and. Uh, Aye, some of it's quite good actually. Aye, isn't it? Because so uh, we got like a list of the albums that we said we were going to do yeah. this for, and uh, like there's some great albums on there, and there's some albums that I've listened to, and some albums that I've no listened to, and vice versa for you. And then, uh-huh. and like, and obviously, Little Mix was on it, and then when I, because I, I, we kind of like 
both picked the first album or I kind of like led on the first album and then I was like yeah. you pick this one and then you say uh-huh. the little mix I was like oh that's that is a an interesting pick because it's not like uh-huh. it's not my my genre right like I, I appreciate music I appreciate good music no matter what it is uh-huh. but I'm like I'm not into little mix like I wouldn't be into little uh-huh. mix um I mean I've got a daughter who's older but she kind of she's more into like Nirvana and stuff like that. She's more into like uh, rock music, so she's never really been into that kind of stuff. So, um, I it was just it was just a weird one, but obviously we'll, we'll talk about it. But uh-huh. uh, I was just kind of like I don't know if I can listen to this for a prolonged period of time and and enjoy it, which is uh-huh. which is totally valid in the conversation. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? But nice. like I've actually kind of surprised myself, so it's been a good one. So it's 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 a get weird album, uh-huh. um, which was. I think their third album or something like that. I think it was like second or third album. Aye, aye. aye so um, I, think, I think it was like. Aye. Well, I've got here in my notes, uh, shamelessly nicked for Wikipedia, is that uh, uh-huh. November two thousand and fifteen. It was their third studio album. Aye. Um. So, like, I I genuinely couldn't tell you how many albums they had until I looked it up so I think they've had like about six albums but I think so I there must be on a greatest hits one now as well I'm sure they are because I'm sure like Jesse's not in the, the photos and stuff like that anymore but um, right, so, they, they were, I so they, you said there were four, four, four piece and now they're three piece which three is quite because from what I seen in the news at the, at the time because it was quite a big thing because they are, they are a big like act Aye. right was that she was it left because of the, the bullying for being in the band? Aye, there was accusations of that, aye. Um, I don't, I think, I don't think it was were... bullying from the band, but I think it was aye. bullying like, from the public because she was in the aye. band and she just didn't fucking deal with it anymore. That was, I couldn't hack it, but then I think she felt it with the band and they felt it with her. Um, and I got a wee bit messy, which is funny because like my wife says, like, I think it was appealing a bit. I mean, you could, and you could, Get why like so many like girls and that were in them is because they were all like good pals and you thought they had that sort of closeness and a bond and you always want that and it's like it's a weird comparison to make but when you watch like the libertines and like Pete and Carl sharing that a mic and stuff like that it's amazing seeing that chemistry and you always want that even no matter like they're probably falling out in the same way like the Gallagher brothers that Pete mm. you want that sort of chemistry but it's interesting like if it's maybe not as like close they're maybe not as close as what you think it was but I think they were. Which is probably the same if you're like, again, for any bands, no matter how close they are, touring and stuff like that, that's just got to get to them, do you know what I mean? Mm. Um, so whatever goes on behind the scenes, we'll, we'll never be privy to it. But, um, but nah, this was like, the, and this was like an interesting one because I think this is like, they sort of like started like getting big in America off this one. And this is, you can tell it is quite like American. I don't know if you thought that, listen to it, like American. Aye. Like, so I, I took like, there was 80s, early 90s sort of American yeah. vibes. There was a few songs in there that, like, the, the notes like that popped in my head when I was listening to them, but I was consciously yeah. trying to, like, assess the songs rather than just, yeah. like, listening in the background. And then, like, yeah. I think, was it... Obviously, we're going to the songs, but there was one, I think it was Weird People, that was yeah. dead. I thought it was dead, like, Paul Abdul sort of... It was, aye, aye. And I, I think it, like, it was just a wee bit trying too hard, and there's ones where you can think, because it... I know that, like, they, they were writing a few of the songs on it, but I think that one was written for them. And you can just imagine it's a case of, like, there's maybe, like, a studio with people writing songs and it's like, right, who are we going to give this to? Right, do you know what I mean? Who wants it? And I'm sure I heard that it happened and it would be, like, 
you get offered to like Britney Spears and stuff like that, and if, like it gets rejected and rejected, and it ends up with like, what was it, the girl from N Dubs called again? What was her name? Hey, Talisa. Talisa. Was it? Uh, and it ends up she ends up doing it and stuff like that, and mm. so, but I and for that one, for that weird people one, that was a wee bit like, and I think like when you listen back to. It, some of it they were just trying to leave it too hard. Do you know what I mean? But it's mm-hmm. like it, it if it didn't break them in America, I'm sure it like it made them like massive in America anyway. So that right. so um, did, did the job, right? Exactly. Exactly. Because I think like like because because we do our research here on the, the podcast. <laughs> uh, I the the I think the album before this one, I've not listened to it, but the uh-huh. I think it was Enemy were saying that it was more like R&B style, whereas this was much yeah. more poppy. And it was obviously right. a conscious decision by them or the record label or both to uh-huh. to go that direction, probably for the American market. So uh-huh. if it's done it, it's done it. And that's probably what their, what their aim was. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, I actually really enjoyed it, to be honest. Uh-huh. Like, I surprised myself at how much. And again, I like appreciate good music. So, um, there's some really good songs in there that do get uh-huh. you like foot tapping and do make you like think well, this is actually a decent decent tune. Um, uh-huh. and, like I I've been actually humming them like because uh-huh. I've been listening to them quite a bit. I'll be like cooking the dinner or cleaning or doing something. And I'm just like humming like one of the songs or uh-huh. like singing some like the chorus or <laughs> catching uh-huh. myself. Cat I unaware. Yeah, so. Hey, it's it's, yeah. it's like, like I say, it is a it is a good album, um, <laughs> and I suppose what I struggled with though uh-huh. was that I'm so used to like listening to artists and stuff that so you, I think you mentioned it there that they wrote some of the songs, but some of them I didn't, and right. I, there was there was uh-huh. an interview I listened to where that one of them had said that they had wrote a hundred songs or something uh-huh. in this like three year period before this album or for this album. Um, yeah. and I was like, "Oh, right, they must have they must have wrote all the songs in this album." But then yeah. when you look, they wrote like about f- maybe half the songs in the uh-huh. album, and you could argue they're probably the worst songs on the album that uh, they wrote. I know, and it's like that's certainly what we're saying about the Killers with Hot Fuss. But it's like it becomes like it starts off really good, and the more you listen to this one towards the end of it, and it is the songs that they've been writing that it's all right, but. It, it's that thing where, like, if you put those songs out, took them away for the ones that are like bangers, it'd be clear that there are no bangers. You know what I mean? Mm. Whereas it like starts, it's like quite like it starts quite well, quite like it gets them all away. And it's all thing. I suppose it's like like football. If you're like a penalty shootout, you want you take you want your best players to take the the first ones. You know what? And like you like Alan Shearer would always see what he'd be like number one taking a penalty. Uh-huh. Ronaldo and that you're not wanting them in case it's all over by the time it's them so it, and I suppose it's the same with this like you want the best songs at the start in case like folk are like I'm giving up on this after like track number four do you know what I mean this is so what we talked about the Killers wasn't it we talked about uh, this with Killers it was exact. I think like the Killers album Hot Fuss was exactly the same with the best songs uh-huh. were the first few songs and uh-huh. I've always been like ah oh, surely you spread them out so that like you're getting people listening to the whole album but then you're right it's that sort of but then it's like it's all subjective, right? Maybe they don't think yeah. that the rest of the songs are the worst songs. So I know, but you're wondering how like how much thought goes into it and stuff like that. 
Aye, there must be. Like, there must At that be. level, like sure. a record label, like I don't know what the record label was, but like Polydor or something yeah. like that, like they they must like pour over uh, that in detail, surely, and they must put it out to uh, like user test it and stuff like that. Um, you would uh, think, and there's nah, that much like... money right uh, riding on it, the production value and stuff. So, uh-huh. yeah, like I, that's what I found with this was like the first five songs were definitely the best. Um, and then yeah, it kind of can just drops off, and I think most of the songs that he wrote were at the latter end of the album. Aye. Um, Aye. and it, I think that's what I struggled with was that knowing that they didn't write the albums, uh-huh. and normally, like if I listen to, like say, Frightened Rabbit for example, like everything Scott Hutchison wrote about was so personal to him. Yeah. And you Aye. and and you relate to that, and you're like, wow, this guy, and you feel what he was feeling, uh-huh. and it's the same with like. I mean, even to a certain extent, like Oasis and stuff, like the subject matter Aye. wasn't as as intense as say like Frightened Rabbit was, but it still has like a personal touch that you're like, uh-huh. right, well, he's trying to say something, and there's then you try and make links to what's going on in his life, and then you relate to that, blah blah. But as kind of thinking like, well, they never wrote these songs. I kind of struggle that, with that. I I get a wee bit skeptical about that with pop music as well, and I always think it's like you can imagine if it's like. I think I'm never going to get it wrong, but I'm sure like Pink had a song out and it was written about her like maybe going through a bad time with her man and you wonder like but it was written by like other folk and you're thinking that's just them writing like a standard song and just putting like do you know what I mean? It's like you can imagine her and it's maybe wrong to say because maybe it never happened, but Pink went on to the studio and they're like, Oh, I'm sorry to hear about like you're having a tough time with your man. Right, we've got a song that'll like sum this up there you go just change some of the words on that and there you go and it's like I know what you mean Aye. but at the same time I'm like I know like like Snow Gallagher's quite snobby about like criticising folk if they get other people to write songs and stuff like that there is an element as long as they're like buying in I think then you can buy in it as well but I know what you mean I it can be just... a bit like you want you want the honesty and the heart on the sleeve Aye, that and, like, get. and that's probably just more me because I, I don't know and I suppose even even further to that the subject matter mm. is that and again we'll probably expand on it as we talk more uh, mm. is that it's quite teen sort of romance sex stuff that I, I'm i just too fucking old for that stuff now. and ah, it's, yeah. it's for the other side as well it's from like a female's perspective uh-huh. uh, a lot of it like so I'm just that's where I kind of struggled to make that emotional connection. Uh-huh. But as I've mentioned, like the songs are good, and I did like I'm humming them, I'm tapping my foot, and uh-huh. they, did, they did actually like invoke some kind of feeling in me, but just not mm-hmm. as much as like say the colours last the last uh, episode was that it was kind of telling a story, and it, I a lot of the stuff yeah. it wasn't like personally brand of flowers really, or I think there was argument that it kind of was, but there mm-hmm. was like every song was kind of telling a story that he had wrote and it yeah. probably did somehow relate to what he was what he was doing and it was like mm-hmm. real life examples whereas a little, a little mixed stuff is like hey, you're my man do you love me do you know of me it's uh, like well, I, well like, I can kind of like get on board with like there's that question but uh-huh. really where I'm uh-huh. in my life right now in that headspace if you see what I mean uh-huh. and that's how like for me like sort of getting into it it would have been that point where it's like like taking my daughter to the concert. We, we went a couple of times to see them and the, the second one it was quite good where like the stage production of that was like a lot better. 
and it, it was like we basically managed to blag our way. We were on the like the the hydro, like on the ground floor of the hydro. But it was still seats, but managed to blag my way right to the front and stuff like that. And it was just songs that you remember during it, and it's that thing where it's like no matter like what, it's just that connection that you get with it, like a band doing it live. Do you know what I mean? Like mm. I don't know, like just and it was good just to sort of be there in the moment and that. Um, do you think you wouldn't have got into them or you wouldn't have had that connection if it wasn't you wanted to do with your daughter do you think, how much do you think that played a part in it I think it would be like ones like it would be like a band like yeah sort of like appreciate them for what they did and that whole and like I love pop music and it's like I oh, know they were yeah. actually alright at what they did but I think there is definitely that thing where it takes you back to like right that thing where like you're seeing some like an event through someone else's eyes type thing. Mm. So then when you listen to the songs, it sort of reminds you of that. Do you know what I mean? The whole thing where it's like, it must Aye. be amazing. To like, because you take everything for granted. Like how many concerts and that do you go to and stuff like that? And you're like, it's just, do you know what I mean? And sometimes bands will be phoning it in. Because when I seen them, I, I think I've seen them like three times, twice, twice. And they were like, professional really good like and it was just mm. it was good in it but it's that thing when you're there and you're watching it through someone else's eyes who are like so in it do you know what I had to Lexi see Billie Eilish in the summer and it was just the same sort of thing where like she was so in it the whole like spectacle everything and like the stage presence that Billie Eilish has got and stuff and it's good to see it so the actual almost like it becomes like the event is almost second nature or like it's almost secondary to watching it with someone who's well in it if that makes sense you know what I mean it's sort of, Do, uh, tell it's you good, what but... I think like pop acts like that have it harder live than a band that plays musical instruments because Aye. like I like, I played in a band I didn't play like to level that um, mm -hmm. Little Mix would have played to like thousands yeah. of people I mean I've, I've played to maybe a thousand a thousand and a half maybe two thousand at the most mm -hmm. in my time and you hide behind like the mic stand, the guitar that you're playing, yeah. the piano and all that kind of stuff. And you play your stuff and you've got a whole band around you that are playing all different parts of it. So it's it's not just you. Whereas mm -hmm. I can imagine like them getting up there with nothing in front of them and they're wearing all different outfits. Aye. And whether whether you agree with their outfits or no is a totally different matter and it's no up front mm -hmm. here. But um to put themselves on display like that and and then perform night in no. night out and they're like let's be honest like judging by that album their voices are fucking incredible like uh, nah, some really of good, the, like really good like singing like oh the range is some of is, them is it even like one direction were like talented like they yeah. were like must like i know like they could sing and stuff like that and what was good to be like with a little mix live and it was interesting was because like first time we seen them so they and it was really hard to explain but they're on the stage and it's like they were being filmed at the same time. So stuff was then being shown in the backdrop. But it was really clever and it was like choreographed and that it was really difficult to explain. But it was really good again, all sort of planning and that. It's not just like like four guys standing Aye. there. Do you know what I mean? I remember like seeing Kings of Leon at Tina Park and it was just like they just they were just properly like they couldn't have looked like even more lost if they had tried, do you know what I mean? Or just that thing where you're like standing on a stage like this is it, like, do you know what I mean? Whereas, but you know what I mean, like, jump about and stuff, but I don't know, sometimes it's that bit of effort that makes it a bit better. But always I mean, the, a spectacle, isn't it? Aye, and that's how, like, when you, like, hear the songs and stuff like that, it was like, ah, actually, it, it sort of takes me back and it 
it's like I think the whole thing is what you're mentioning about the whole thing about like like a, a female perspective I found it to be quite like inspiring in a way do you know what I mean they were like mm. just like brush brush it off and get on with it and even like weird people the whole thing with that is that sort of Paul Abdul 80s like dance pop but it's like just sort of embracing like the sort of uniqueness of everybody which I think is quite inspiring I I, I totally agree I think they just uh-huh. um I just think it would. I, you're right. I think it would be hard for for them to put that out there, and especially like. But again, it's just coming back to like them not writing the songs. But some of the songs they have, wrote, yeah. and they obviously have. There's if they're saying they've wrote like a hundred songs, they're either just mm-hmm. no very good at it, or <laughs> um, they just aren't right for what they're doing. So I imagine they may be going to soul stuff, and I think a few of them are yeah. like they've not done anything for a while because they've had kids. Um, so I that's kind of yeah, they were doing it. I think maybe like a tour and taking a break, or yeah, I think aye, something's happening. I think along those lines. Aye, so like maybe when they get soul stuff, they'll just change. Like I can imagine writing in like a boy band or a girl band or a mm. pop band of any kind must be really difficult because you're having to write for the group and yeah, like they're so controlled by the record labels and stuff like that that it needs aye. to be an exact type of sort of music. For mm-hmm. it to be acceptable for that band, or otherwise they have to change their whole sort of demeanor and outlook, and then that means their fan base might, might be different. And then, mm-hmm. you know, what I mean, like it just has that knock on effect. Whereas if you just like take Arctic Monkeys for example, like they've completely changed from the first like two yeah. albums, um, they but they've like, still got yeah. like a massive fan base. So they've got a lot yeah. more creative freedom than I imagine yeah. a, a pop girl band does. Um, yeah. But what I will say about this album is that. Yeah. It's a bit fucking naughty in places. Jinx so I. I I was quite <laughs> I was quite I surprised. Never... So so there's two two songs that I, uh-huh. I kinda took no offense to, but I was just like, whoa, this is like their demographic will be uh-huh. the majority like young teenage kids or maybe like uh-huh. well, I don't know if they will be now because I wonder if they've been around what they must have been what, two thousand and ten or something like that. About then I bet that I so like, a lot of the, the, the girl and they're on X Factor, right? And again, that has uh-huh. a certain demographic. And then they all have um grew up with Little Mick. So I'm wondering if they've if they've maintained like the same age range or if it's just the same people that have grew up with them. Uh, regardless, uh-huh. this was 2015, so the, 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 the people that would have been the audience that would have been listening were quite young. So they've got uh-huh. Adidas, which... As it's like spelled as an acronym, uh, and I listened to the song. I was like, "What are they saying?" And it was aye. so. It stands for "All Day I Dream About Sex." Oh yeah, I. But it's been done in but quite they, like uh, they change it to "shh" rather than "sex," aye. like a shushing sound. So apparently, really they like originally it, recorded it with the word "sex," uh, but then got told to change it. Aye. And I was like, "But it was it's so regardless of how they kind of done it, it's so obvious that that's what uh-huh. it means." And I was like. Oh, that's a bit uh, uh, on the nose. Uh-huh. So I did. I didn't care how you felt about that song. I and it was like, I think by the time it it sort of comes in a, an album and that you're caught up in the mood of like whatever thing, like what they're like sort of standing for. And I suppose it's that thing where like independence and also just being like 
strong and stuff like that and being like determined. But yeah, I never really clicked about it as much as that. But I get where you're where you're coming from. There is like a few subtle like and it's a very British like sort of sense of humor, nudge, nudge, wink, wink type things that come uh, do you know yeah. what I mean? Oh, oh, they imply stuff. Ah, they imply stuff in that. And that is I suppose how like you've got like a band like that or a pop band they have to grow up. It's not like The Simpsons with everybody's going to be the same age at the same, you know what I mean? Forever. Do you know what I mean? We're like Bart's still like eight-year-old or whatever. Aye. And then I, if you look at like, again, go back to One Direction, like so they would have been, I don't know when they came out, but you look at like Harry Styles now compared to what he would have been like then, it's completely like, he's like David Bowie type. Aye. Do you know what I mean? Because they're grown up as well, right? And stuff. Aye, aye. Like, so I, I do get it. And it's probably quite rich coming to feel like Someone who's into like, well, most of the songs I listen to have like swearing in them in some uh-huh. capacity, uh-huh. or like the subject matter is like, well, no perverse, but like again, uh-huh. using Frightened Rabbit as an example, is a lot of like the subject matter is about death and yeah. all that kind of stuff. And it's just you could argue that's worse for kids to listen to. Uh-huh. Um, but I just, it was just more that like their their demographic isn't the same as Little Mix. He's, uh-huh. And I just found it more like, no, that I've got an issue with it. It's just I was taken aback by it. Uh, and just been like, uh, oh. And I've got the other one, which is, and this might just be, <laughs> this might be my sordid mind uh, uh, and say more about me than it does about anything else. But there's the one grown, um, as in, like, I'm grown uh, now. Um, uh, and it, the lyrics, like, fucking hell, I did, I, what's the best way to fucking say this without uh, sounding, oh, fuck it, I'll just say it. it. It sounds like they've been abused as children, uh-huh. right? Because the lyrics are about, can't get with me now I'm grown. You uh-huh. missed your chance with me, like, as in... Uh, it, I never really picked up on that. <laughs> so it probably says me, fucking me that it does... <laughs> Uh-huh. And it probably isn't it. It's probably totally innocent. Like more like they were, they were together when they were like twenty one, and the, the guy was twenty one, and the girl was twenty one, and they were just daft. And now, Aye. and he took her for granted, and now they're like thirty she's odd. Now. Aye. And he's came back, and she's like, "No, I'm like," but uh-huh. it genuinely had like weird. Aye. I don't know. Like if you listen to the song again, maybe with that. Mindset, I've maybe just spoiled the song for you to be fair. <laughs> yeah, uh, and spoiled it for mix. everybody else listening to this. Uh, if, you, if your favorite song is Grown by Little Mix, fucking turn uh, off now. I apologize, <laughs> <laughs> but I just, I, I, I was like, you could make the argument that like they're talking about like someone was trying uh, to like get with them when they were like really young and now uh, they're older. And because there's like lyric, lyrics in it that are like, I'm kind of stronger and hanging now that I, I can reject you. Aye. And as if like I'm rejecting your advances, I couldn't because I was so young back then. It's like, uh-huh. oh, and to be fucking fair, there's a slight chance that because I think that's one of the ones that they did write. So you're uh-huh. like, are they trying? Is it a plea for help? I somehow? Try is, and... is this going to be aye. like a uh-huh. like come out in a book later on? Or I wrote this song and <laughs> it's I've actually a book. Some guy that was a presenter on some TV show that tried to do something to them, <laughs> but who knows? Again, it's probably uh, just me. But 
But uh, <laughs> aye, those 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 two songs I just kind of found, and I to be there, I didn't really enjoy those two. If I'm totally honest, like uh-huh. they were late later on in the album, as we discussed, uh-huh. the first few, um, perhaps like the first half of the album is just superior in my opinion, no, uh, and it su- superior from a music perspective, superior from just making me feel like quite enjoying listening to it. It's quite upbeat and stuff like that, and I think it's good. One of them, I'm trying to think if it was, is it Love Me Like You, is very like Motown. And I think if you get that Aye. Motown sound right, you can't really go wrong. But I, think, uh, I thought, so Love Me Like You Do, I, what did I think? I thought that it sounded like it wouldn't be out of place in like Greece, as in the movie. Aye. Like, cause it has, like it is like that, it's Motown, but like that kind of like 80s. So the right. American Motown, we are not a parody in... Motown, but like uh, aye, they're like in a diner, and uh-huh. uh, you could just imagine they've got the like the skirts coming out and all that kind of stuff, uh, and they, they started dancing on the, the tables, jackets and stuff. Like aye, that. I, I just that, that's what I, I don't know why that's what popped out of my head when I when I listened to uh-huh. that one. Um, but that's that like, and, and that's what I found as well is that I thought it was really good that there was so many, even though this is like a more a pop, and I suppose pop genre covers a bigger base than say like alt rock like because it's quite specific uh-huh. right but pop's quite generic to uh-huh. a certain extent and i think there was like a lot of change of paces especially uh-huh. the first like five songs where it just went for like a proper like full-on pop dance tune to like uh-huh. then a really like love ballad and then yeah. back into it which i actually quite enjoyed i thought like the pacing was actually quite nice I thought I thought it was good as well, um, and I think it's that thing where that's like sort of let's try and cover as many bases as we can for like the American market or like you know MTV type. So then you've got like the pop, you've got Motown, you've got the eighties one, and then you've got like um, uh, the one with like Jason Derulo and stuff like that as well on the hair, and then they do the version of that with Sean mm. Paul. Um, but now that's like a cracking like do you know what I mean that's like a proper again like loads of back, loads of singers could have sung that do you know what I mean you could have had like try to think like just I don't know who's relevant nowadays but it could have been anybody that sang it but it was a proper like inspirational type uh, it was quite uh, quite you appreciate stuff like that do you know what I mean and it's good to hear like a sort of like a female perspective of stuff like that Aye. and it's uh, as opposed so, to like you've got like Adele uh, I don't know I hate to like criticise folk Adele's Adele do you know what I mean mm. but it's all very like a lot of the time you think it's just like moping about her bedroom and all that whereas they're like now nah, let's just like get on with it do you know what I mean let's go and have a good time and stuff aye they do, they do have that vibe like but, aye heartbroken but let's all stick together even though they never let's go and have a good time whereas Adele it's like I'm just going to mope about my bedroom and stuff aye, aye. Cause so that's quite interesting about like, cause I felt that as well in watching like some of the interviews and stuff uh, mm. that they did around this album, they did seem uh, and obviously there's been issues there with that um, Jesse leaving the uh. band, uh, so it's no all roses, but they do seem to have that demeanor where they're just like, well, it's just have a bit of fun and they do like carry that into the music, uh. um, even though they sort of love ballads like um, Secret Love Song. Well, mm. it's kind, it's hopeful, you know what I mean? It isn't it? as as dour as like your Adele's and stuff. And there's a lot of comparisons because of the the scale that they got to with like 
um, how many records are sold and how big mm. they are. They're always they seem to always be compared in the articles and stuff to Spice Girls. So I think Space yeah. Girls are like the most successful girl band in UK history, whereas I think Little Mix is probably second. Um, mm. are, no, are no far away from a girl band perspective. So there's that comparison, and I don't know if it's deliberate from them, but they do kind of have that same sort of like because Space Girls had girl power and all that kind of stuff, Aye. and they were all just kind of in your face, whereas a little mix kind of have that as well, and no quite mm. as paradoxical with it, if you like, but Aye. they are... Um... It's not quite as forced, Aye. or do you know what I mean? Aye, they just, it seems more organic than the Space Girls mm. was. Like, Space Girls are just, just fake as shit. Uh, Aye, it was, I. And it was just the most manufactured thing you could possibly think of, but uh, I like... Definitely, secret love song like that change of pace, um, is actually quite nice because it was in between. So it goes black magic, mm-hmm. love me like you, weird people, secret love song, and then mm-hmm. that hair, and uh, like, just it, it takes it, it it takes it down a notch, but no. it is just like actually like a really beautiful song. Like if you're just obje- uh, uh, unobjectively like, uh... looking at it. Uh-huh. It's, it is just like in her voice. I don't know if it's. Uh-huh. Is it, I couldn't quite tell. Is it just one of them that sings it? I think it's just Jason one Dillon? of them. I think so. I and I remember the second time we went to see them, it was good that they were like they came out on like some sort of podium type thing that got like that floated, and it was just one of them singing it, and there were few were like standing with her, and it was like at that point I was like it was a song that I heard, and I was like I don't know what it's called or that, but you're like. How good is that? Do you know what I mean? That was probably the highlight of that gig that time, and it's like that is unbelievable. And it take and I remember like years ago in All Saints, who another like really good sort of like all girl band they mm-hmm. did, um, never ever they did it live on like Saturday morning TV show. It was it going live? I think anyway. It was but mm-hmm. it was a cappella. It was a four of them. There's a bit in the middle where it's like um, so Shazney was in. Chastney, she was in all sense, and it's like, um, I'm not crazy, but and it's just she just the rest of them just stopped singing and, and she just sings it. And the like the three of them were just standing there, and it was brilliant. And it's that thing where it's like, they're, they're, for them to be at that point in the band, there must be like an amount of talent, do you know what I mean? And it's like the like the voices, or do you know what I mean? And that that's what as you sort of take it, it's like pop and stuff like that, but there right. must be an element where they've got when it they have to be like they, they must be able to sing so. Could the Spice Girls do it? Mel C could Mel B to an extent. Jerry, I was never a fan of her like singing and stuff like that. Like it was well documented that um, Posh or Victoria Beckham couldn't sing a fucking note. No, no. And like, like there is that perception a like Mm -hmm. pop bands, and probably the audience of this podcast will only like will will only be into pop stuff. Probably the majority, right? But uh-huh. and then there might be some some people listen to this or and in general just think well pop bands auto tuned blah blah, uh-huh. but you're right like it's so obvious for listening to that album, um and like watching some of the live videos and their interviews and stuff like that they are super talented uh-huh. like they have all got cracking voices at different degrees yeah. or different levels but like as a as a group because there's that you mentioned a cappella there the the last one. The last song on the album, the end, is mm-hmm. an a cappella, um, yep. number, and it's fucking majestic. Actually, Aye. even though we said that the second half of the album is shit, but that song at the end, it's no, it's not the Aye. best of songs, but from 
nah. vocal performance you can have that as the first you can have that as the first one because it, it would kick it off like in a, it would be aye, the aye, best aye. way to kick it off and it's that, in the right place it ends up really well aye definitely aye. so what's like looking like for yourself then like how did it make you feel then listening to it so uh, it definitely made me feel like happy like mm. depending on the song but even even like, there was some so again like there's like, going into the second half like, i love you omg lightning that adidas one i just didn't mm. feel anything to be honest uh, didn't feel anything i was just like uh, and i felt like skipping through them uh i tried i tried noting i kind of persevered um but i just wasn't enjoying it but black magic is quite and i don't know if it's because i, I remember seeing the music video when it came out for some reason god knows how i seen it uh, and it stuck in my head that they're all like at a slumber party and they're all dressed like little girls and stuff and that song uh, is proper like little girlish a wee bit like uh, it has that vibe to it but it's just kind of like it's definitely aimed at little girls uh, mm -hmm. and like saying oh I, like, like there's magical stuff and blah 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 and it could easily be the theme tune to uh, a disney like you show or something, high right? school musical or whatever. Like, aye, aye, aye. So like, it's like it's a decent like I tap my foot and stuff like that, and it was all right. But then the next like four songs from "Love Me Like You" to "Hair," uh -huh. definitely, I found like myself actually enjoying listening to those and uh -huh. consciously sticking. Here's the one that I gra gravitated towards the most. Uh -huh. Like if I just picked a I random an absolute. Uh -huh. Aye, a random song for the album. That. Like I was just like, I just want to put one song on. I don't want to listen for like ascending order, uh, uh, descending order. I just pick one on, uh, put one on. Then it was that, and uh, like I did, it genuinely made me feel like actually, like this is this is fucking pretty. This is a good song. Uh, this is good music. Uh, and if I didn't think about it too much, I did feel my mood lift, lifting a little bit. Aye. Um. So definitely, like like I say at the start, I was taken aback and a bit surprised by how it actually made me feel. Considering I would never have put like it, my list, I would never have picked this album. I've never really Aye. listened to them before. <laughs> I've heard the stuff on the radio, like everybody does, because they, they were on the radio Aye. all the time. They're a big popular uh, pop group. Um. But I just I wouldn't have went there. So Aye. I'm kind of glad that you suggested that because I've got Aye. a newfound appreciation. Like it's only one album they've done, like five or six, like we said. Uh, uh -huh. And I, I know there's that. So I I did. Um, I used to be able to play. Oh, what's there was a song? I think it was maybe for the first album that was. Is it Wings? No, it was like the, it's like one of their most popular songs. I can't remember what the hell it was, but I could play uh -huh. it on the guitar. Uh, every time like, we went through a spell of like, going to like folks who used to have barbecues and stuff like that, and I if somebody would always bring a guitar out and like, oh, uh -huh. I can play this, play that, and it was always like, fucking play Wonderwall, and you're like, no, fuck off. So, uh -huh. so then I would always like, <laughs> I'd say I've always deliberately tried to like just push the kind of creative boundaries as much as you can at a fucking barbecue where I could tune kids' guitar. <laughs> uh, uh -huh. So, play something that's totally left, left wing. Um, uh -huh. and I, I used to play whatever that song was, so it was a girl's loud song. But so I knew like a couple of their songs, uh -huh. and uh, but that, that was it. And this is definitely like I, I can see myself putting some of these songs in like playlists now, oh. and like listening to them when I'm feeling a wee bit shit, 
Um, mm-hmm. But the album as a whole didn't really do much for me because, again, mm-hmm. I didn't really relate to to the subject matter. I didn't really relate to what well, they were saying or the sort right. of vibes that it was getting. Um, but that's probably depending on what frame of mind I've been in as well. Yeah. I think uh-huh. it's I think it's one of those ones that certain situations and certain frames of mind this would benefit you more than other times. Yeah, if you see what I mean. Uh-huh. Um, but is, is this your like favorite Little Mix album? And do you like like do it's you have really playlists one... and stuff like that? I I would have like I've got like we'll talk about and I never ever knew like a guilty pleasure one, but I don't know if they they're on it. But when it came, it was just like seen them and this was like at this point it was just like as you said there was like about five songs that were like singles but they were all like quite different and stuff like that so I never really got in any any other albums like away that I'm and it, it probably pretty much like greatest hits would be like the best album to get in it you know like that sort of thing like they've done enough let's get the greatest hits album but I think it as I said like the songs on it that were all different going in different directions but nah, I just and that's it, and it is that thing about listening to it like recently for the first time, and like listening to it for a week or so, solid. And I was on holiday at the time, and it is that like you you, you kept going back to like the start. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Like up to here, and then back again, up to here, and back again. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Having like a couple of beers, right? Go to here, back again, and <laughs> stuff like that. And that, but it was just that thing where like taking you back when like your kids are getting into music seen it live and you see like there is talent do you know what I mean and it is like it's really good what they were doing and they were like they were pals and stuff but it was really I don't know it was just really they sort of like for all the bands and the acts now that go through X Factor as I said they were on there's some that can make it and mm. I don't know it was just really good and I've got like aye. I've seen them and it's like I've seen them twice and I've only seen the Rolling Stones once so that's what we say I've seen like Little Mix more than I've seen the Rolling Stones the, the tickets will be cheaper for Little Mix surely than Rolling Stones I know aye aye but, um, mm. but they, and they were like quite they, they did like they were doing loads of live stuff and that I know it's all changed and that with kids and that but it's mm-hmm. and I think they were very much appreciative of the fact that like they've got like quite a short shelf life do you know what I mean they've done alright though to this. be fair What's 2022 and they started in about two, like 12 years uh, like at, at, at a high level, like it's done uh, pretty well, right? No, nah, they have like I, but no, nah, it was good. It was good to to revisit it, and it's like thinking back to what it was like. Um, but no, nah, it was good and enjoyed it, and it's just that thing. And I suppose it's the it'll be interesting if you were to say like look back in like ten years time at like an act out just now. Because music's so disposable, like pop music is so disposable, you'd be struggling probably to find an artist who who you could listen to, like a complete album, like a pop artist. Just now, I think there's still like some decent like singles and stuff like that, and I think there's always going to be decent like album bands. Do you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I think was it Liam Gallagher gets like number twenty one in the singles charts and stuff like that, but it'll be number one album charts. Yeah. So it's like always like sort of pop stuff and. and Apart from it be like the likes of Becky Hill and stuff like that or Charlie XCX. But you'll get like bands and it's or you'll get acts nowadays, pop bands and stuff, and it's like, like they've got like two or three songs and that's it. The rest of it's just absolute filler, do you know what I mean? But Aye. it's there that it's like they had a wee bit more, a wee bit more than that. Aye. And it's probably like the, the end of an era as well, you know what I mean? 
the last great act to come from X Factor, apart from Raxu. But you've never heard that much. No. <laughs> <shame to record. laughs> it can't be that great. I'm not fucking heard that. Uh, <laughs> I, I've never, oh, honestly, well, were, they, were they later in the X Factor? Because I'm sure it was, they had a song called, what was it? It was, oh, what was it called? It was like Demolo or something like that. They were broiled. They were like dancing on tables and stuff like that. Um, aye, Raxu. I'll get that on when we do Guilty Pleasures. Aye. I'm sure it was Raxu. But aye, they were really good. Four guys. <laughs> um, aye. And they were out of, uh, they were out of the limelight as quick as they were in it. Aye. And they were, for that point, they were really good. So it goes with that X Factor and that, though, isn't it? Like, Aye. just they make the quick buck and it's the, the anomalies, like One Direction mm-hmm. and Little Mix. And maybe it was it JLS? Was that another one? I think I was allowed with the bin. They were pop brilliant as well. They were, and they're another band that I see live, and they were brilliant like live when they did the one. Aye. Is it biology, but it which is like four different songs in one, and it's just like amazing. They see them do do that live, but nah, there is like, and I think you need that. You need that thing with it. I'm I'm the same as you. Like a lot of music, it's like doom and gloom and stuff. But you need the bit that sort of like cheers you up in that, and not from like bands that are like doom and gloom experts, and they'll like have like a like REM doing shiny happy people and that. Sometimes you just need a wee bit of like switch off for like you know the other stuff, and then. Right. Aye, cheers you up. Because like, again, the the music production and mm-hmm. the com- the level of um, music that's composed in this album, right? Whether it's them or no, like they're not playing the instruments in that, right? But it doesn't matter. Someone's mm-hmm. making that music and they are spending a lot of time, Aye. like, and learning that trade and becoming an expert in it, right? Because mm-hmm. again, they're a pop band and a girl band, but. The people that are playing the instruments on that and the guys that are doing all the production stuff will be mm-hmm. the best in the game because oh, totally, aye, they're aye. a massive fucking band. Like the production mm-hmm. value has to be top notch. There'll be aye. a lot of money pumped into it. It's mm-hmm. Every album they do, like you've got to appreciate that. And I aye. think that sorry, you go. No, no, I was just gonna say it goes back to Motown as well. Like you think it's like the singers and that, but it was the musicians that were making that just as much as the musicians, you know what I mean? And it was, they had the best, do you know what I mean? Mm. Guitarists, drummers and stuff like that. Um, percussionists, like they, they had the best backing it, backing them. So it's, it's a decent enough trend like from that, leading on for that, I would say. Aye. Because one thing that, like, if anybody listens to this, and one thing I've taken from it, which I, I was, I'm no... Uh, a music snob by any stretch of the imagination. I like music that is probably considered alternative um, mm. and it probably is one of my favourite genres, but like I do like mainstream sort of Royal Ocean colour scene, Oasis, like the Verve, yeah. all that kind of stuff I'm into, but I'm also into like a lot of stuff like We Were Promised Jetpacks and Frightened Rabbit and mm. like bands that folk haven't even heard it. And um, I think you can't be, like you say, you've got to just take the blinkers off and just enjoy mm-hmm. decent music just because like, my like, people are too conditioned by like society and yeah and the media it's when it comes to music that mm-hmm. God, i can like them because that's a girl band i'm into uh, uh, iron maiden or i'm into oasis and uh-huh. asking it's like fucking it's just fucking music you know what i mean like uh, if it's good enjoy it and that's what i have to like again no music snob and i wasn't kind of like that but it's just re mm-hmm. reaffirmed and and me that I I can like this stuff and no feel ashamed to like this stuff. 
because it is actually good music and it has made me feel pretty good mm-hmm. and I've been listening to it and that's all that should matter if it makes you feel good listening to it then mm-hmm. listen to it exactly. and let everybody else listen to it and get, and get weird and get weird aye <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's no weird though that's the point it's no weird aye. but aye uh-huh. get weird Um. so I I, I suppose the other thing is like you've because you've seen them live I think we've talked uh-huh. about this a few times and I've talked about in the podcast as well but the the power of live music and live performances. Yeah. And I think to me, it's the most uh, pure musical form. Aye. Like seeing a band live, seeing them actually perform what it is that they love performing and what they've created, mm-hmm. whether they've actually wrote the song or they've just sung on it or whatever, they've still created it in some yeah. way. Um, you seeing them live has probably gave you that again that connection to like oh I remember this song because you mentioned mm-hmm. it a few times like oh I remember this song and this happened Aye. and it was brilliant uh, and that connection just is a bit stronger to the to the music because you've seen you've had that experience Aye. like an actual real life experience whereas I've like mm-hmm. I've heard them on the radio I think I seen them on X Factor at the time they were on and then. Aye. Like I've listened to the album for the last week, so I didn't have any sort of connection with them whatsoever. Yeah. Uh, but even with, like watching some of their interviews, like I say, just kind of doing research for this and that, yeah. kind of like connected with them because they seemed like they seemed like genuinely Aye, nice like decent folk, eh? Aye. Yeah. and they just seemed down to earth. They didn't seem like good like Mariah Carey or something like that. That just Aye. wants to take wants all the red smarties taken out our rider. Aye. That kind of mentalist, but. Uh, uh-huh. What's your favourite tune on it then? It has to be here, like, has aye. to be here. I just Agreed. think it's like, aye, proper, like, perfection and like a pop song, everything you want, and it's good, really clever lyrics and stuff like that. Um, and it, like, demonstrates their voices to, like, the proper, like, potential and stuff. Now nah, it's good. And I, I think the Sean Paul thing was maybe, I don't know, I probably would have been, like, get him on there, like, for the American market and stuff, a wee bit of cash cash in but it's a decent song without him being on it so, so all right so there's two versions because so uh, i'm Spot- sure I'm, I'm sure that he was added like second i think I it must be wrong. because on spotify aye. it's it's an expanded edition right but i deliberately aye. didn't go further than um the 12th track which is the end which is officially like the original album 12 aye. songs and aye. then there's uh, six songs after that must be the expanded version, yeah. and here is their featuring Sean Paul, which yeah, has the milking it version. Uh, it has 131 million listens, whereas uh-huh. the original one that doesn't say anything about Sean Paul only has 90 or 91. Uh-huh. And it, so I never listened to the Sean Paul one, I've only listened <laughs> to the one that's on there, so I have no idea what Sean Paul uh-huh. does on that. I just Adds a wee bit at the end and stuff like that. Uh, it's all right, but so I'm no one for hating anybody, but I can't yeah. stand Sean Paul, and <laughs> I think <laughs> it's just an absolute nonsense what he does. I can't understand. Yeah. So my sister, when yeah. he first goes, because he's been about for a while, Sean Paul. Yeah, right? aye, aye, aye. When he first came about and he was like uh, quite big, my sister was dead into him, and she used to play his songs fucking all yeah. the time. And I was just like, what is this nonsense? This is absolute 
garbage and that's kind of i mean maybe if i listen to his stuff now i'd maybe have a more mature reaction right. to it but a uh, like i was a teenager and i was just like right. no, no having sean paul like that's fucking nonsense he's just making noises with his mouth uh, <laughs> but i uh, maybe maybe i'll maybe i'll give him a second chance all right get to song get get past song number 12 and give him a chance Alright, well, I'll, right, well, I'll listen to the, I listen to here with him on it because I like uh-huh. here, and it is my, it probably is my favorite song of the album, and it's uh-huh. the one that, again, I, I gravitated towards if I wanted to just put a song on to make, because it, it, that's an interesting thing. I found that we've been when we've been, we've only done two albums, right? But mm-hmm. two albums that we've done, we never really made any like strict rules of how we would listen to. It. We were just like, nah. here's a period of time, here's the album. Listen uh-huh. to it, right? And then we'll 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 talk about it like we have just now. But I've been either consciously or subconsciously, it's mere consciously, but actually uh-huh. like using the songs in certain times where I'm like, yeah. I feel fucking really like I can't be asked. I can't be asked with uh-huh. work, I can't be asked with this, I can't be asked whatever. Um like we all go through like especially everything that's gone on the now. Uh-huh. And then I'm like, right, I'm gonna put up Spotify. I'm gonna put yeah. this song on. Uh, so I've been deliberately kind of using it that way. And here is the one that um I went to every every time. So I'll use I'll, I'll listen to here Sean Paul and see if it ruins it for me. Right. <laughs> or, if, or if I accept him yeah. for the blabber in the date that he is. <laughs> nah, hopefully it'll, it'll not ruin it. Hopefully nah, it'll be right. Probably not. Yeah. Probably not. Right, mate. So uh, I suppose I'll wrap it up and I think uh, right. we'll need to decide on what the next album is. Um, I don't know if it's my pick or we just I pick know, together. You go for it. You go for it. You pick. I would just pick one each then. So I'll do this one, you do the next one. Uh, right. And we'll, we'll try and get it done in a semi reasonable time scale right. calendars Definitely. 11. <laughs> Sean yeah. Paul listening 11. But I know, uh, definitely. I don't know. I don't know. So we'll see how it goes when we're listening to this one Sean Paul song, but I don't know if uh-huh. like if you throw in a Sean Paul album. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if I'll be able to handle that. Like uh-huh. I'm no I'm 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 more mature. I'm no that mature. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> to listen to a whole but fucking no. Sean Paul album for a, a week or longer. Uh-huh. Um, bye, we'll see how it don't goes. Think even if... could do that. Nah, nah. Yeah. Uh, if anybody like listening to this wants to like suggest an album for future uh, as well. I think that would probably be a good idea because I mean, we've got be... we've got a bank of uh, ones, and I think there's some crackers in there, and there's some proper like um, curveballs that no one uh, would expect. Me... Probably this is probably I love you. Like you two, you came at this <laughs> as a, a different angle than I did. Uh, I went uh, like, I this is a good album that I like, and I tried to be I've tried to be too serious with it. I think, and I probably need uh, to adjust mine to be. A bit um less serious and well creative and interesting. Like I think your picks are more creative and interesting than mine potentially because oh, I found it really hard to pick albums for it, but I... but like we're no set. So if anybody feels um uh-huh. there's a certain one, drop us a DM um uh-huh. and we can uh, we can either ignore it or we'll do it. Uh-huh. Depending <laughs> on what it is. Aye, why not? Right, nice one, mate. That was great. Aye. Cheers. Cheers for that. Long play, long play, long play, long play. Twisting your millions, long play. Let it sing.